Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. The Bob Seska Show. Bob Seska. Eat shit, Bob. Hey. Bob Seska Show. From our nation's capital, it is Thursday, May 5, Cinco de Mayo, 2022. And this is the Bob Seska Show and the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network. Hey there, I'm Bob. Hello, Bob. Hello, day 472 of the Biden-Harris administration, 184 days until the 22 midterms. Find me on Instagram at TheBobSeska, Twitter, BobSeska underscore go. And sitting right over there, it's the goth ninja. That's right, it's spicy Jody Hamilton from the From the Bunker podcast, patreon.com slash from the bunker. Also, David T. Rex Ferguson, also quite spicy. From Astral Summer, astralsummer.bandcamp.com. Oh, by the way, you I'm can a also pussy cat. Yeah, you can also hear Jody on the Stephanie Miller show every Tuesday. StephanieMiller.com. Okie dokie. So, uh, lots of new things to pop up over the last couple of days about the uh, Dobbs decision. But first, how about a bit of a jingle here? More fun, more music, the Bob Seska show, and then this. Yeah. Jody Hamilton, Rocky Mountain Mike, right here. Yeah. Fruits are made for tossing. You keep saying you've got evidence of yeah. some big voter fraud, but confess. Woo! Yep. You've been obsessing about being hit with salad dressing. <laughs> and now someone you told what you fear the best. So good. So good, Jody. These fruits are made for tossing, and that's just what they'll do. You've been afraid these fruits are gonna toss all over you. <laughs> this next line was Lonnie's idea. Oh, awesome. Bless him. Fruity. <laughs> you keep lying when you ought to be truthing. And you keep losing money because of contempt. <laughs> you keep blaming while you're a swamp we've been a-draining. Yeah. Now what's right is right and you're as far right as it gets. <laughs> These fruits are made for tossing and that's just what they'll do. You've been afraid these fruits are gonna toss all over you. <laughs> Isn't that what got George Bush Sr. in trouble with the Japanese Prime Minister? <laughs> Are you ready, Fruits? Different tossing. 
start tossing. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. All right. WikiLeaks. I love WikiLeaks. There you go. Okay. Rocky Mountain Mike. Jody Definitely Hills. a tomato. Yeah. You missed last week, Which, David, because last week we had all of the different uh, uh, sounds of Donald Trump getting hit by dangerous fruit. Like, we also had this uh, one. I know words. I had the best. <laughs> that was my favorite one. <laughs> Goddamn. Yeah, we had some fun. We had some fun when you weren't here, but we absolutely missed you. So welcome back. I'm glad you're feeling better. So... The Supreme Court Dobbs decision, which looks like it's absolutely real, absolutely official. Although, Mm. here's the thing. I just want to start out with this. I still think, and maybe I'm being a silly dreamer, but I still think there's maybe a chance that in the time between now and the actual handing down of the decision, that someone like Amy Coney Barrett or Brett Kavanaugh maybe might kind of possibly reverse their opinion on this. I don't know. Are you kidding? I don't no, know. It, I don't Roberts know. might. Yeah. I'm just Roberts trying to find something. He's yeah. no, scared sh- that the court will become viewed as a political organ. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. He may not be in the majority on this already. He still could be in the minority. It doesn't matter. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter. He could absolutely be in the minority right now, which is why he wants to find out who the leaker is, which mm-hmm. is hilarious. Yeah. First off, it's not against the law. To leak this, right, right, and second um, off, that person's a fucking national hero. Well, it could be a conservative. F- yeah, it could absolutely be a conservative. In fact, the more I think about it, the reason why a conservative on the court might want to leak this, and there's lots of speculation as to who, but they want to drop this decision with less proximity to election day, right? If it goes in June, well, that's you know one month plus closer to election day. I think the hope is maybe the left burns itself out before election day, and no one's talking mm. about this because of the fire hose of news, etc., which is a distinct possibility. I mean, no. the Republicans yeah, are I, dumb. I, I, I think somebody and somebody it was some woman who was collating this monster and was like, "Holy fuck!" and and pulled mm. the fire alarm. I, well, I really do. I, or I just because I feel like they just. Like, all the apathetic, not-so-enthusiastic voters that have been deviling you so bad, Bob, that make you, like, moan and cry. (laughs) They're awake, I think. And I really feel like, I mean, this is the Democrats' midterm strategy. The Republicans handed it to us with a big, shiny bow on it. Mm -hmm. Well, um, Barb McQuaid, a very, very wise woman, um, speculated that if it were a conservative, somebody working for one of the conservatives on the court, Mm -hmm. that it was to lock in the votes. Oh, interesting. To lock them in. Yeah, uh-huh. I guess uh, maybe that's a possibility, but it seemed like they were locked in anyway. And if Well, no, I mean, this this is, by the way, just as much as I hate this ruling, it's not a ruling yet. It's a draft opinion that was yeah. drafted in February. Now, for those of you listening that don't know this, when the Supreme Court hears a case, the minute they're done listening to arguments, they go into their little chambers mm-hmm. and they take a vote like within 24 hours. Yeah. Then the, somebody is assigned to write the majority opinion and somebody's assigned to write the dissenting opinion. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there's multiple. Usually it's either the chief justice assigns for the majority unless he, hopefully eventually a she, is yeah. not in the majority. And then the, the senior justice, which would be Clarence Thomas in this, would either write it or assign somebody else to write it, Hmm. okay? We assume Clarence Thomas is with the majority on this. Um, So if if Roberts is not with the majority, he would not have assigned it, Mm -hmm. okay? Okay. Um, So this was assigned by either Justice Roberts or 
Clarence Thomas, I'm thinking not Roberts, because I think what he wanted to do was eat away at Roe slowly well, and, and uphold Mississippi, get rid of Texas, uphold Mississippi and the viability at 15 weeks, and then slowly chip away in the next 10, 15 years. And then finally overturn it, but he wants it to go slowly so it's not as uh, dramatic on the electorate, so that we get mm. used to it. Um, Whereas doing this, he doesn't want this this way. Trust me, he will be in the minority. I really do believe that. Yeah. I think one of the other reasons behind the leak happening now is Uh to corral the news media into covering the leak. And letting that metastasize, not the unpopular hideousness of the decision itself, to keep the focus of the press on the whodunit aspect of this. Like, oh, who could it be? Like we're doing right now, you know what I mean? There's lots of speculation that it's Ginny Thomas that could have been the suspect here. In fact, uh, Morning Joe this morning was returning to Ginny Thomas as the potential leaker over and over again. And Josh Marshall observed the only strategic reason for the leak would come from the right and of spouses, which SCOTUS spouse is most likely to have been willing to break norms and laws to achieve a political end. So that gives some sort of separation. It was Ginny Thomas. But the question is then, that would have to involve the participation of Clarence Thomas as well. Yeah, because how would she get a copy of the damn (laughs) uh, opinion at this point? Because that's a 98-page opinion. And so it's not like it's, you know, just lying around and nor I would assume it's in his office somewhere. I don't think he would bring it home. He might. But even so, it's like she would have to get a copy of it. Yeah, yeah. Well, the risk then is that with all of the screaming about the leak, aren't they concerned that the leak's just going to lead them right back to whoever their ally is inside the court? Uh, It seems like a gigantic risk to me because the other risk Mm -hmm. is then this amount of time between now and June, what's the actual date when this is supposed to be handed down officially? It's, it's, it varies. Usually their, their term is done by the end of June, but Uh they can, the more controversial rulings tend to be released at the very end of the term and sometimes as far into mid July. Yeah. I think they're going to, I think this one will be turned in sooner than later at this point. But it all depends on if, if Roberts can corral and change some of the language. But I don't think he has. With, with that fucking fucky fuck fuck. <laughs> right. Um, uh, <laughs> quoting a, a guy from the 1670s in England who burned women at the stake because they were witches. Fuck him. Mm-hmm. Right. And the, the problem there then, too, is if it's the end of June, that's a lot of time in which someone like, uh, like I was saying, uh, Amy Coney Barrett or Brett Kavanaugh, that leaves lots of time for someone to say, hey, you know, God, this isn't such a good idea. Or, you know, someone getting to them or seeing public opinion, kind of reconsidering. I mean, if there was a serious debate going on inside the court about this, then that's a possibility. So it seems like it's it's such a giant risk for the conservatives to have done this. I don't know. I just that's that's just what it seems from the outside. Yeah. I just I feel like I I'm going to stand by what I said. I really do feel like this was someone who was actually really concerned about the, the extremism and was like, we got to expose this to the public before it gets written to the law. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's given advocacy groups and right and you know all kinds of attorneys like plans. I mean, time to plan and time mm-hmm. to create strategies and for legislators to write legislation, even like even if it has to be on the local level. Yeah. Uh, trying to protect people. I just I don't 
I, I don't think a conservative leaked it. Yeah, it's such a good but point. But I don't even care mm-hmm. at this point because it's like the, it's out there. Yeah. Like, it's like, why are people gay? It doesn't matter. We're just here. You know, like <laughs> right, a little right. late yeah. to be like trying to, you know, undo that. So, like, let's deal with the fact that it's here. And I, uh, but, you know, every I, I want to just like go and retroactively kick everybody in the pants who said <laughs> that we were overreacting. You know, way back in the Bush years when Alito was getting confirmed and we mm. were like, this guy's a freaking Nazi. Yeah, yeah. And they were like, oh, you're being so alarmist. Oh, God. I'm so <laughs> tired of being called alarmist when everything I tell people comes true. Yeah, yeah. How often do we have to be right before people start to go around and going, hey, you know, the liberals, man, they get it right a lot. We see this happen all the time. And here it is again. Yeah, they did exactly what uh, the Republicans have been threatening that they would do, is put uh, justices on the court who are going to vote to overturn Roe. And by the way, lie about it in their yeah. confirmation hearings. It's impeachable. That's what, that, yeah. The credulity that people were showing during that, when yeah. they were like, well, they're saying reasonable things in the hearing. I'm like, duh. Uh-huh. Have you? I guess you've never been to a probation hearing on behalf of yourself before. <laughs> you know, where they're like, are you staying in the right? Are you keeping a job? Oh, yeah, I'm doing great. Wouldn't dream of doing anything illegal again. (laughs) Like, I just. Well, the thing is, David, and this pertains especially to you, is that the next step after trampling precedent in the Supreme Court, after trampling what's known as stare decisis, which is uh, settled law. Case precedent. yeah, Yeah, case precedent. Trampling that puts so many things on the table. Uh, both bad and good, but given the makeup of the court right now and the craven behavior of the Republican Party, especially in the context of this new attack on LGBTQ, namely in Florida with the Don't Say Gay bill, et cetera, and this is the national mm. demagoguery that's happening on, all around that issue. Yeah, I think it makes perfect sense to be upset that maybe they're going to go after Obergfell next. I hear that. I've seen people making that argument and saying that, you know, this is this could lead to like the undoing of all rights cases, but I feel like we need to really focus on women's right to the control their bodies right now. Yeah, like that's true. we can I mean if they come for Obergfell, they will do that. But right now the fire like pull the fire alarm, it is urgent. Like this is ridiculous. We are being led by the nose into being an Iranian style theocracy where women don't have any fucking say on whether or not yeah. they have children. Well, it's horrifying. Yeah, yeah. I, I do think, though, that we should be able to walk and chew gum at the same time. I mean, one of the reasons we're in yeah. this place is because we're like, well, maybe they won't do it. I don't know. And we're not prepared, right? Uh, what often happens on the left is we get caught with our pants down. And then before you know it, suddenly a law passes. And then we go, oh, my God, that fucking law. And then that's when we activate. And that's the problem. We, you know, I always go back to that Wendy Davis filibuster when, and that was entirely around the abortion issue. That was one of the first major anti-abortion laws in Texas that Wendy Davis was filibustering. And I think most of us only found out about it when she was like three quarters of the way done with the filibuster. And so, and then it was, it was like too little, too late. So I feel like, yeah, I get what you're saying, David, and we should maintain the strict focus on Uh, women's rights, reproductive rights, the right to privacy, how to fix this. But at the same time, I do believe we also need to bear in mind some of the other consequences of this decision. And I strongly believe that all of these culture war issues 
are uh, on the table for the Republican Party. Ben Shapiro was on his show the other day saying, quote, Obergfell is a bad Supreme Court decision, and if we had a Supreme Court worth its salt, they would overturn Obergfell. Now, that was all you know, centered around this idea. Well, of course, Sam Alito said that he's, they're not going to touch Obergfell. And yeah, because he's such an honest motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, right. And there's speculation that the reason that language is in there is to get Neil Gorsuch on board. Because if you remember, yeah. Neil Gorsuch yeah. recently wrote the decision to protect uh, trans oh, rights, yeah. right? Yes, he did. Yeah, uh, to, to make trans people a protected class. And that was a decision that went through Neil Gorsuch. So I think Neil Gorsuch has some sort of stake in making sure that this doesn't spill out into other areas. However, once you trample that Supreme Court precedent, we're talking about not just Roe, but Casey in 1992 as well, Planned Parenthood v. Casey, those two things have now been struck down, and mm-hmm. we can't trust the Republicans. We certainly can't trust the conservatives on the Supreme Court to do the right thing, to stand by what they have pledged, because we've seen, how many of them have we seen over the recent memory, like at least three during the Trump administration, where mm. they're saying, oh, yeah, yeah, stare decisis, that's sacred. We're not going to touch that. Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> and here we are. And here we are. I don't know, but with Republicans, I feel almost... Almost like their misogyny and their racism vastly outweigh their 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 anti-gay manness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, and I feel like there are enough rich white Republican gay men that want to be absolutely sure that they can like leave their millions to their twenty-year-old houseboy or whatever <laughs> Nestor, yeah. you know, or um, their legislative aide who's also their cousin and their that, brother. Like, yeah. I mean, I feel like. Yeah, they're going to comfort, comfort Obergefell, but like I really like the misogyny is so thick on the ground in this country. Well, and I like I, go ahead. I just want your guys listeners to remember that say that one of you guys got into an accident and needed blood. Mm-hmm. And I was the only one on the planet that had the proper blood type to donate to you. Yeah. And if I didn't do it, you would die. Mhm. <laughs> I don't have to do that. Yeah. I'm not legislated to do that. Government cannot force me to give you blood. As well as, I don't have to, as a dead person, give up any of my organs Mm -hmm. without my permission. So basically what this decision would say is that women have less rights than dead bodies. Yeah, God, what a great point. It's fucking horrifying. When you're incubating age, honey, you got (laughs) to... <laughs> yeah, it's That's, so gross, and it, it just like, oh God, it just shows you like what they think of women in general. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, you yeah. know that they're like possessions, objects, material slaves. Like it just, it, yeah. Well, Louisiana just voted right now. Hold on to uh, advance a bill out of their committee making abortion from the moment of fertilization a crime in which the mother can be charged with homicide. Jesus, did you this see is how much they hate women? I yeah, mean, it's yeah. just like I, I, uh, yeah. I mean, I've known it was there, and I, you know, you see it in some progressives too, which is why we didn't get nice things in 2016. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just like, what the fuck? It's like, uh, yeah, I know, I know. The, did you see the new Midas Touch video though? Regarding oh, it's fantastic. The, yeah, Midas Touch just put out a new video. I hope it's running in every fucking state in every. It's fucking on market. YouTube right now. I've shared it twice. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
And it, then there's another one from Now This with Alyssa Milano explaining abortion rights in this country. Yeah, yeah. From its inception, because abortion wasn't prohibited up until the very first law that prohibited abortion was only prohibiting midwives from doing it. Right. What? Because the AMA started in 1812. So abortion was legal as long as a doctor performed it. It didn't start to become illegal for women to do it until the late 1800s. Yeah. So fuck Alito on the originalist bullshit because it wasn't in this Constitution saying you couldn't have one either. So fuck fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, you know, the Constitution yeah. also doesn't say that I can have a dishwasher in my kitchen or the right to international travel. It's like because these things were not commonly done in 1776. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, you they, know, like it's uh, like medical abortions were not safe. Like it, it just, uh, God the, damn it. The strict constructionism position on the Constitution is such a fucking joke. It seems almost like a setup for punchlines. Like, well, are you I hope really- that Amy Coney Barrett and, and Justice Thomas are going to be happy when the originalists make him become a fucking slave again and she can't vote. Yeah, yeah. I tweeted the other day, you know what other words, because you know the Red Hats were screaming about how their abortion isn't in the Constitution. You know what else isn't in the Constitution? Dark money, semi-automatic rifle, yeah, open carry, border wall, filibuster, marriage. Jetpacks made of beef. <laughs> <laughs> Corporate speech rights, fetal personhood, God, Jesus, Christian, Judeo-Christian. None of this is in the Constitution. I assure you, I've read the Constitution. I've looked this shit up. It's not in there. Sorry, originalists. Sorry, textualists of the Constitution. Sorry, your document that was crafted in the 1780s has evolved over time in terms of its meanings and definitions. Just like you do with the Second Amendment, textualists, strict constructionists. You look at the Second Amendment and extrapolate uh, an amendment that was written when people had black powder muskets that fired lead balls through the air, and and you've extrapolated that out to AR-15s and all kinds of semi-automatic handguns, et cetera, et cetera. Talk about strict constructionism. You just took a giant shit all over the thing that you claim to believe. This is this ongoing contradictions, ongoing hypocrisy. And it's no wonder, I said this on Fugelstein the other night, it's no wonder the Red Hats are losing their spadoinkle on airplanes and wigging out and, you know, going up to, you know, the Karens going up and p- taking shit out of your mailbox, all the rest of it. It's because they're so confused. They don't know what to believe and how to believe it. They don't know these things. And, uh, you know, they hear one thing in, in one sentence from Donald Trump and something completely the opposite in the very next sentence. It's amazing. But, you know, that Midas Touch video I mentioned earlier, what that shows is that dramatizes a police officer pulling over a mom and her daughter on their way to another state to get an abortion and then it erupts into chaos and an arrest and all the rest of it it's just like this dystopian view of what's going to happen what's actually going to happen there are bounty laws in place in these states and you know we talk about this leak you know one of the reasons they're talking about this leak real quick is because they don't want to talk about these kinds of scenarios, the scenarios in the Midas Touch video. Mm-hmm. They don't want to be challenged on the actual application of their abortion ban and who that will affect, the millions of people that will affect. Uh, and we're not just talking about women, we're talking about young girls as well. Uh, because reproduction can start as early as puberty, which could come as early as nine, ten years old in some cases. Yep. 
That's the the reason why they're making sure to say, hey, look over here. Uh, we've got this whodunit controversy. Who's the leaker? Who could it be? Yeah. I think enough smart people have re- have looked past that and have, and are on alert now and hopefully like weaponizing this against the Republicans to be like, look, do you want to live in an extremist theocracy? Do yeah. you want to live where a small group of angry white men get to tell all of the rest of us what we can do with our naughty bits and like how, how, how much money we can earn and whether or not we can be fired from our jobs for being sexually like out of the norm, you know, just, yeah. yeah. Uh, I yeah. know. Yeah. Meantime, uh, Sam Alito, uh, who wrote this draft, uh, has canceled his appearance at the fifth circuits judicial conference set to begin tomorrow in Nashville. I guess he just don't, doesn't want to be hassled by protesters. Coward. Coward. Yeah, running away. But you know what? <laughs> you know what? It's not just him. And I, I, I kind of don't like this. I don't like the face-to-face confrontations in restaurants or at people's homes. But, you know, they're stepping into it. They're stepping into one of the most hot-button issues in the history of American politics. Maybe the most contentious issue. Oh, I think he's probably more concerned about other judges right now. Because, I mean, <laughs> yeah. those people, I mean, they can live in a bubble of high security secret service protection where the protesters can't get close to them. Mm-hmm. Right. But, I mean, if I was a woman judge and I was going to be at that conference, I would be like, Mr. Alito are going to have a little chat <laughs> about his jurisprudence on like 16th century witch burners. Right. You know, it just. Right. Good God. Uh, Hell, if I was just me and I was a judge and I was going to be at that conference, I would be like, where's the line to talk to Alito? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, boy, he has really uh, stuck his neck out on this one. Uh, And uh, the thing I was thinking about just over and over again between Tuesday and today is what happens to fertility clinics? Uh, obviously, there are a lot of dimensions as far mm. as the abortion procedure itself, but there are other aspects of this that are gigantic gray areas. They're not really covered. What happens to HIPAA? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, where was all the, Where was all this? You know, like fuck your privacy business when you guys didn't want to talk about your vaccination status. Right. Right. Remember the woman in Texas that got popped for a miscarriage? It turns out because a nurse turned her in. <sighs> yeah. So HIPAA has already been violated at least once that we know of. I think there needs to be a constitutional amendment to codify uh, the right to privacy. The right to medical procedures. We can be super specific, too. But yes, the right to privacy is also it's first off to me, this abortion argument when it was first caught, you know, when Roe first became the law of the land. Mm -hmm. It was argued, yes, under the 14th Amendment. Absolutely. But it should have also been argued under the Fourth and First Amendments. Right. I assure you that most of the people who are screaming about there not being an explicit privacy right in the Constitution uh, have no idea what, say, for example, the Third Amendment says or the Sixth Amendment. I know. You can't have soldiers. They can't take over your house without permission during a time of the Third Amendment. It's (laughs) very important. That's exactly right. Did you just say important? It's important. (laughs) Thank you, Candace Owens. (laughs) Jesus. Oh, man. Yeah. By the way, speaking of Candace Owens, Candace Owens was on with Tucker Carlson and really emphasizing the other night their extremism on the abortion issue. The bottom or the lower third said the left is enraged that millions of black babies may finally live. 
Oh my God, that's not what it's about, you fuckity fuck fucks. <laughs> that was the lower third on Fox News Channel during Candace Owens' Well, segment. then they may want to make abortion legal because then there will be less white babies because rich white women and their daughters will all be able to get nice, safe, legal abortions. That's right. That's right. And they're confident Do you know where in they that. have almost no abortions? Who, who has Germany. Almost- oh, yeah. Sweden. Yeah. Because they have birth comprehensive control. sex ed. Yeah. They have free birth control. And I, it's like, okay, we could virtually eliminate abortion in this country mm-hmm. if you let people have birth control and teach them accurately about reproduction. Oh, yeah. Oh, honey, they're, they're, gonna get, they're going after birth control next. Oh, yeah. I Griswold. know, but mm-hmm. it's... Uh, it's like you, uh. and and also, guys. There's a, a Tom Hartman. God bless him. Keeps talking about this case, Lawrence v. Texas. Yeah, which was also um, uh, decided under similar uh, reasoning, which is basically about sodomy and oral sex being allowed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that can be easily overturned because they think that only the gays do that. Um, yeah. Uh, by the way, kids, not just the gays. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and also Griswold, of course. And yeah. Jane Hamilton, have you kissed a pickle? <laughs> well, you know, Kissing is a different way to put it. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, here's the thing. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. Why not have comprehensive access to uh, contraception, birth control? Yeah. Uh, free access to it. If you need it, you can get it. The Republicans are has been proven to stop abortion. Yes. Period. Yes. It makes perfect sense. If your interest is reducing the numbers of abortions, if you are that driven to protect fetuses, why not stop the process from happening in the first place through contraception where everyone's happy and there's no complications, right? I mean, obviously sometimes contraception. It's all about controlling women. Yeah. Women. That's exactly the, fucking right. Yep. Matt Gates thing where he was like all these overeducated liberal women going home to their cats to cry, and someone was like, "Nobody tell Matt Gates what causes abortions, okay? Because <laughs> <laughs> obviously we're not getting laid, so we, uh, you know, we, yeah. but what is overeducated? I think overeducated for Matt Gates is like old enough to read the ages of consent in mm-hmm. each state. Yeah, yeah. And how many abortions do you think Matt Gates has paid for? I'm just asking questions. I'm like Tucker Carlson. I'm just asking the question. How many abortions has Matt Gates paid for? That's my question. I'm not saying that he's paid for Let's check his Venmo history. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Can you do a word search? Can you search for abortion services in his Venmo? (laughs) Come on, Anonymous. You know you have the information. Come on, Anonymous. He would be dumb enough to do that, wouldn't he? He would. Make it, make it so clear to everybody that this is what he's done. But this is, I, we can ask that question about all Republicans. Yeah. Has, how many abortions has Donald Trump paid for? I'm just asking questions. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that he's paid for them. I'm just saying maybe we should ask him. Maybe yeah. we should find out. And, uh, you know, you can go on down the entire list of Republican leadership, both in Congress, state legislatures, uh, the Red Hat Entertainment Complex, Fox News Channel, etc. How many abortions has Tucker Carlson paid for or Sean Hannity or Brian Kilmeade or God help us, Steve Ducey? (laughs) 
Poor dude. Yeah, I, I don't know. I feel sorry for him on occasion just because Jen Psaki is so brilliant. Yeah. Oh, you're thinking of you're Peter Doocy. Peter Doocy. Oh, Peter Doocy. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. They're all Doocy's. <laughs> the copy of a copy of a copy of right, Steve Doocy. Yeah. <laughs> Peter yeah. Doocy. <laughs> well, the, I mean, the other thing is, the other way to show that this is about controlling women and, get, uh, and, and to get conservatives to admit to that is to ask them if they support making pregnancy free. And this is something I've been talking about for years. You want to corner them? Ask them if they're in favor of uh, making pregnancy free, because that's the number one cited issue from women who have had abortions as to why. It's, it's financial. It's a financial concern. They can't afford the pregnancy. They can't right. afford the neonatal care. They can't afford the child care. They just can't do it. They don't have the money to do it. So let's make it free. We can do this. We can add this to the Affordable Care Act. Child health care. We can add neonatal care. We can add pregnancy care. The, I mean, free housing, clear. food stamps, yes, schools. I mean, let's just do every, clothing. Pre-K. Yeah. Pre-K. Yeah. I mean, you know, um, uh, student student debt for when they're in college because, you know, you got to take care of that too. So, you know, Adult this is literacy. not a... Thank you. Yep. Um, I mean, this is not about fucking babies. It's not even about fetuses, embryos, or zygotes. Mm-hmm. Because they don't give you prenatal care either. Well, the, the, obviously, their answer is going to be, that's socialism. Right. No, we can't have that. That's communist. Why are you such a communist? Because you want to reduce the number of abortions, <laughs> Jody Hamilton. Why on earth would you want to reduce the number of abortions by making it cheaper to have a baby? Or to make it absolutely free to have a baby? I mean, I don't know what that would do to the American population issue. Um, I don't know that that would necessarily increase. More and more people, like the three of us, maybe looked at our friends who were having lots of babies and going, "Wow, that doesn't look fun." (laughs) (laughs) That's that's a huge, huge part of it. Well, you know, (laughs) one of the concerns with having children is uh, debt, credit card debt, paying for all the expenses, and you know. I'm not a gambling man, but I'd wager those of you with credit cards are paying around 20% interest on your credit card debt. If you're also making minimum payments every month, it's going to take years and years to pay off those cards. So why not spare yourself the ongoing nightmare and refi your cards into one super low interest rate? Here's how you do it. With Lightstream, you can roll your cards into one low payment at a fixed rate as low as 4.98% APR with auto pay and excellent credit, by the way. That's way lower than most credit cards. It's lower than what you're paying right now, probably overnight. 19% APR. You can get a loan from $5,000 to $100,000, and there are absolutely no fees. And just for my listeners, you can apply now and get a special interest rate discount to save even more. The only way to get this discount is to go to lightstream.com slash Seska. That's L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M.com slash C-E-S-C-A. Link in the description, as always, under this episode at bobseska.com. And subject to credit approval, rates range from 4.98% APR to 19.99% APR and include a 0.50% percent auto pay discount lowest rate requires excellent credit terms and conditions apply and offers are subject to change without notice visit lightstream.com slash seska for more information delve into the shadows of the mind with sleeping dogs a gripping murder mystery starring academy award winner russell crowe now available on digital crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. 
CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Bob Seska. came around again like a lost and lonely friend I know you're always welcome here no judgment and no fear I know Tomorrow's not today If you've got something to say I know yeah, This is a world premiere exclusive This song right Ideas here Ideas come to us Even if collecting dust I know yeah, This is the Farleys Mike and Jen Farley Two of my favorite people in the whole wide world Also two of the most talented and if you've got a kiss, it's a song called Collecting Dust. It's uh, coming out tomorrow. It drops tomorrow. I got a link in the description to go and get it. This is a great fucking song. It's enough. Again, the Farleys, Jen and Mike Farley, Collecting Dust. Here's the address if you're just listening and you don't want to go to the description for the link. Uh, Thefarleys.herenow.com slash collecting hyphen dust. Did you get that? It's probably easier just going to the link, huh? BobSeska.com slash music to submit your work to the show. We'd love to get you into the playlist. Also, uh, yeah, I fucked up and forgot to do the indie music countdown this past weekend. <laughs> I got totally backed up with other shit, and I, I got to the end of the day Monday. I'm like, oh, crap. <laughs> I did like uh, like the Christmas story thing. I just went, oh, fudge. And uh, so that's at that point I decided, okay, well, it can be next weekend. <laughs> so we're gonna do it. Oh, we're gonna do know, it this it's coming like up. Stages weekend. of a day off <laughs> where you wake up and you're like, I'm gonna get so much accomplished today. Yeah. And then like two hours later, you're like, I'm gonna get some things accomplished today. Right. And then like later, you're like, I'm gonna get one productive thing accomplished today. And then it's like, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> well, also thinking of things for this weekend. Don't forget, Mother's Day is Sunday. <laughs> This jingle we were saying before the so show. So weird. That's like the anthem of cyborg moms or something. Mother's <laughs> Day. It is. Here's what here's what's happening when they're doing that jingle. It's the, all the jingle singers, and there's a calendar on the wall, and they're all pointing at uh, Sunday's date on the calendar and saying Mother's Day. <laughs> smiling at you, kind of manically. You know. <laughs> it's not Happy Mother's Day, or even no, it's, it's Mother's Day. It's just Mother's Day. <laughs> It's like Trump would say, right? They were going to do fruit, was what he was saying. They were going to do fruit, whatever that means. Yeah, what is Uh, tomato? 
I think that was one of the questions. What is tomato? <laughs> it's a berry. <laughs> yeah. It's not a tomato or tomatoes. It's just, what is oh. tomato? Mother's Day. Yeah, it's like that. <laughs> It's just so weird. It's it like is. You've been like, uh, like I know. Uh, it's like, asked to your like home satellite system, like from your space station's bed. Like, what is today, computer? Mother's Day. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, let's see what else here. Getting back into things on our big Thursday show. Uh, morning <laughs> consult poll. Uh, big change in American attitudes about the Supreme Court. Americans want term limits for Supreme Court justices. Yeah. Uh, 66 to 21 percent. 66 percent favor term limits for Supreme Court justices. They uh, also a majority favors expanding the court. 55 to 36. And uh, yeah. There's uh, things afoot. I think there could be a teeny tiny silver lining in this horrendous fucking decision. Insofar as, as we were saying, uh, one of the big phrases of the week is the sleeping giant could be awakened by all of this. And that is millions of American non-voters suddenly going, oh, wait, hey, hold on a second. This is fucking ridiculous. And then suddenly activating. Maybe I'm being overly hopeful, overly optimistic in this, like my, you know, kind of semi-optimistic thing about shaking loose another conservative justice to change their mm -hmm. mind and reverse all of this. But, you know, uh, we, we got to look at the, the, the bright fences, side. man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I and was that's actually like I was washing the car yesterday and I was thinking about like what we need next is like a gay Jewish guy judge. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Randy <laughs> like Rainbow Josh, for you know, Judge Randy Rabbi Rainbow, Joshua exactly. Michael McCow you know, Horowitz. Uh, <laughs> what well, I mean seriously, then, what about like Randy Rainbow for the I Supreme love that Court? Idea. Yeah. I think he would be perfect. Or mm -hmm. how about this? Chris Lavoy for Supreme Court justice. Well, he knows how to say stare decisis and object. <laughs> That's true. And I bet he can bench like three A's. Oh, yeah. Chris Lavoy, he's getting ready for his next show. He's getting ready for his next competition. So he's, yep. uh, he's doing his poses and getting all set for that, getting yep. all uh, ripped, getting all cut. So he's in the process of... God, uh, help me make the joke. I can't make the bench press and the like bench, like judges on the bench joke. <laughs> Connecting. No, well, that's all I needed to hear, though, David. That's perfect. Okay. Um, <laughs> speaking of our good, good friends, one of the greatest people I think we all know, uh, John Fugelsang. And I said to him last Yay. night on his show, because he had a very, he always has very nice things to say about me. And uh, so I wanted to express to him last night on his show how important he is to all of this. His erudition on just about everything, especially biblical things, religious things, is unrivaled anywhere else. And the way he's able to construct these salient arguments maybe even sharper than some of the shit that we would see from Aaron Sorkin in the West Wing, as far as like checkmating conservatives or conservative orthodoxy. Donald, I mean, uh, my, uh, jo what, where, what am I, am I, saying. I'm having a, having a stroke, having a stroke here on Mother's Day. <laughs> Do you smell toast? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, John Fugelsang. What was I saying about John Fugelsang? John how Fugelsang wonderful is he is and fantastic and how important he is in all of our lives. And without him, we'd be nothing. Yes. And he's Aaron Sorkin-ish right. in yes. his perception, his ability to, trump, to box conservatives <laughs> on the ears you. and make these erudite religious arguments. Yeah. How's his hair? How did you say how it was hair for me? He just, he just got a haircut. He got it uh, shortened. Ooh. It's at about now. It's about collar length right now. Yeah. And I, yeah, I, I think also he cut f- it for the White House Correspondence Center. In fact, there's a photograph of him and a friend of mine, this guy I've known since grade school, yeah. two of them together at the White House Correspondence Center. My friend just got COVID. Got and the thing with John, John revealed on Kimberly's show, uh, Kimberly Johnson's show, Start Me Up, uh, patreon.com slash start me up. Uh, he revealed that he had mono a couple of years ago, mononucleosis. Yeah. I remember when he had mm-hmm. that. Yeah. yeah. And then he got COVID, what, a month ago? Yeah. And the COVID made the symptoms of mono come back. Yep. And, and it's amazing when you talk to John because you just can't tell that he's hurting or that he's uh, uncomfortable or not feeling particularly energetic. I mean, I, I did a Carl Frisch appearance with John. Um, I don't know. It was way before the pandemic. And uh, John at the uh, that's when John told me that he had mono and he was still suffering from mono at that show. And then I watched him get up and do his set. You couldn't even tell. It was incredible, his performance at that show with mono. And, you know, to me, I just, I get a minor headache, like, oh, but but he did, yeah, he did. You're one of those guys. Yeah, where everyone knows about it. You get, like, a tiny, like, nose, like, sniffle, and you're just completely out of commission. Yeah. Well, See, he, John's got probably got religious trauma in his back room where you go to church and you pretend everything is fine and you smile because yeah. Jesus makes nice people happy, right? Yep. So you can't ever act like you're not okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, well, he tweeted the other day, he hit back at someone saying that uh, uh, people who are pro-choice are Nazis. And so John reacted oh. like this. John, John fired back and said, the Nazis banned abortion. The Bible does not ban abortion. Yeah, there's no mention of abortion in the Bible. In fact, in the Old Testament, God actually uh, teaches us how to perform an abortion in ancient times. Uh, The Jews of Jesus's day never banned abortion. Abortions are legal and free in Israel. That is 1,000% true. And there's no apostrophe in the word Nazis. Well, that was (laughs) a little mistake that the other guy made, uh, (sighs) stepping right into his own propeller on that. So, But yeah, Fugelsang nailing it again. As always. Um, Meantime, Rachel Biddecoffer tweeted this the other day. Hard to imagine robust economic growth in red states when any corporation coming in will be sentencing their female workforce to forced birth. Another consequence. They're not thinking this through. I don't think the the Republicans were so married to the white Christian evangelical movement that they forgot to think, hmm, how could this backfire against us? And I think they're about to find out. They're fucking around, and now they're finding out, right? If you observe closely in my David Attenborough voice, we've <laughs> now reached the finding out phase of the animal's <laughs> life cycle. Yeah. Um, yes, by the way, we, let's just take a quick sideline here to talk about Madison Cawthorn, someone who's fucking around and finding out. <laughs> this new video comes out showing him, like, humping his male cousin while he's completely naked. Like he's, it doesn't appear as if they're having sex. It's like they're fucking around. But Cawthorn is, yeah, Cawthorn is naked. He's in bed with his cousin and he starts humping his cousin's face. 
And here's what it sounds like. This is a little it's bit of it. It's so weird. Yeah, it's very, very weird. Like the noises are weird. <laughs> That's Cawthorn. Madison Cawthorn. Dude, what the fuck? Yeah, that's so weird, isn't it? I, 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 um, I, um, <laughs> I, um. This is some weird you, ancient you, white you people can, ritual. You do, yeah. You, you, yeah. Wish, you, you can do so. <laughs> it's just, I, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. All right, hold on. Now, <laughs> we have a gay man and a straight man on. Swallow the bile, swallow the gorge, I let just, it go. I, I have a question for, for men of, of. Yeah. E- Either sexual orientation, when you're with a friend or a cousin or a cousin who's like a brother, uh-huh. do you, whether you are gay or straight, get completely disrobed and try to force yourself, your nether regions upon your friend, cousin, brother, their face because it's <laughs> just two guys hanging out. I just want to know if that's a thing because if yeah. it is... More power to y'all. I'm just letting you know the ladies don't do that. Speaking for myself, no, no, that hasn't been. A Look, thing. I'm gay and I didn't do that. Exactly. <laughs> that was my question. It's like gay, straight, whatever. But I don't. Yeah. It's like I. I Honestly, I, the guys. My brother and I talked about this when we were like 14. We noticed that like the guys that engage in the most of that kind of like slap ass horseplay mm-hmm. like are the are the closeted guys. they're like t- yeah. closeted guys are like looking for excuses to touch each other, other. yeah yeah yep yep and so they do it with all this exaggerated male posturing but what's really going on is they're like he's getting precious minutes with his junk pressed up against another man's face even if it is his cousin <laughs> yes exactly and i think there are way more uh closeted you know purported straight guys but who are who happen to be closeted who just don't know it. maybe they don't even know it they don't even realize it but they do, their behavior indicates it and uh and i think there are way more of those kinds of people than uh we are even beginning to comprehend i think sexuality is way more fluid than the strict definitions that we have right now so uh well and the youngs are embracing that like the, yeah the, i know i have a lot of friends with teenagers and i'm like so what's up with you know your kid and they're like well he hasn't really declared yeah <laughs> right. yeah and in some ways like they're kind of like they in some ways they think like sexual orientations are kind of for old people like they just like, yeah. they're much more involved with each other as individuals mm-hmm. I, and i um, i think that's fantastic people are not turning gonna turn around and march back into the closet Right. Just, we don't do that. Like no. it's not it's too late. We're like my husband and I, we're married. You're not gonna stop our same sex marriage. It's happened. You know? Yeah, and yeah. You may try to annul those rights, but I just I don't see the I mean but that uh, the whole just like big government and hypocrisy just it makes my brain bleed mm-hmm. because they just like they're like you know, or like cancel culture. I mean, Ron DeSantis is trying to cancel Disney because it expresses political opinions that are different from his own. Yeah, while at the same time supporting uh, uh, corporate free speech rights in the uh-huh. Citizens United decision. <laughs> like, the join us if you're. Act. Yeah, exactly. Well, here's another area that could be one of deep concern 
Senator Mike Braun, he's the Republican from Indiana, uh, according to Rolling Stone here, went so far as to tell reporters on Tuesday that he doesn't believe interracial marriage yep. should be legal nationwide. And then, yep. he, then he later walked it back, <sighs> claiming he didn't understand the question. That's because Clarence Thomas could gave him a phone call and said, what? Yeah, or Ginny Thomas, for that matter. <laughs> huh? I'm sorry. I just, I journeyed Clarence Thomas in prison. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, uh, <laughs> hopefully well, not. I have, I have, I have, uh, there's reason. two people that I know that, that uh, the woman, she's black and her husband is white. They have two, ch- two children together, mm-hmm. twins. And um, they're Trump supporters. And it's so weird. Uh, I, I don't get it. And I will never get it. And it's like, do you still support the people that he's put on the court? Because your marriage might no longer be legal and your children will be bastard children. <laughs> You're bastard people. You'll be bastard people, yeah. Oh, by the way, this is uh, just in case you forgot, here's the Madison Cawthorn sex tape. <laughs> That's that's it. That that was from Forrest Gump. Okay. (laughs) That's when. What is that? His mom is having sex with a school principal upstairs, and then when they come down, then little Forrest makes that noise, makes the he 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 noise. Sounds like Madison Cawthorn. Humping his cousin. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Who's Uh, like a brother. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is North Carolina, I suppose. That is also true. I didn't say that because I was born there, so. (laughs) I want to uh, clear up some misconceptions about uh, third trimester abortions, because that seems to be a thing that is... Gurgling up to the surface right now among certain uh, certain Republicans who are screaming about this because you know what they're going to do in most of these states, right? B- the states that uh, have trigger laws that are going to go into effect as soon as this decision is officially handed down. Well, the Republicans between now and then are going to try to pass more things because they're just that tone deaf to public opinion. But they're going to try to do more things. They're trying to add on to. Uh, the laws they've already passed to make it more and more difficult. In fact, there are plenty of laws that are happening right now on the table right now to actually restrict abortion even more, if that's even possible. And it apparently is. So I want to talk about third trimester abortions here in just a second. Uh, But first, if you're pissed off at cable news, another very serious political analyst these days, here's an outstanding way to support independent media, specifically this show. For just $5 per month, you can support our Patreon page as we guide you through the madness and chaos of our politics. But it ain't just about supporting shows like this one. You're also going to get bonus content, rewards for your monthly support. We're talking about exclusive access to our Shadow Docket show recorded after the end credits on our Tuesday and Thursday podcasts. So you can also uh, get access to the Patreon app where you can download the free show and our bonus content. Plus, you can join the discussion with our community of Patreon members in the comments under each show. All that for $5 per month, just pennies per show. Don't miss out. It's bobseskashow.com or patreon.com slash bobseskashow. Bookmark it, send it to all your friends, and we thank you. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. 
Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Bob Seska plays more music. If your devotion vanished with no Passion crumbles, can you better face how long it takes to dream again? How long it takes to dream again? This one really kicks in. The great Jake Allen song called Affirmation Day from his uh, album by the same name, Affirmation Day. Lead track on the album, Jake. Uh, hang on, what was that, Dave? What's that? Is that a five-string bass? You think? Uh, possibly. Yeah. I mean, it's there are so a lot deep. of. It's like a wall of sound on the choruses. I yeah. love the build on this song, and then it then it kind of circulates back to that bigness between little breaks of. This is a great uh, uh, arrangement for a song. Uh, JakeAllenMusic.com slash music, or just JakeAllenMusic.com, link in the description. As always, okay, uh, before yeah, we wrap up. The word you're looking for is yeah. dynamics. Dynamics, there you go. <laughs> That's it. Thank there you. you yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, so third trimester abortions, this has been something that's, uh, been wildly misunderstood for so many years and to understand why there really aren't any late quote unquote late term abortions. There are no third trimester abortions in this country other than to save the life of the pregnant woman having the complications, a catastrophic medical emergency that would trigger a late-term abortion. Other than that, there is no abortion on demand late-term. There no, is that no, is no, limited by Roe. Preemies. Yeah. <laughs> well, and like, it's limited by Roe. It yeah. just is. Yeah. It, it's it. It's, it is. Yeah, Roe Ro established the trimester standard <laughs> and different rules for the different trimesters. And yeah. then Casey came along, Planned Parenthood yeah. v. Casey, which reaffirmed Roe, but also uh, established the viability standard, meaning yes. that if the fetus can be birthed and survive outside the mother, then you can't abort that fetus because that would technically be infanticide, right? But there is an exception for the health and safety of the a pregnant woman having the baby. So that's it. It's not like women are getting to month eight or month nine and going, ah, fuck really it. really don't, yeah. yeah. Remember that Trump speech where he's like, nine months pregnant, and they just rip out the baby and kill it. And it's like, oh, oh. yeah, yeah. That no, was- there is, I, I don't know any woman that will have taken a pregnancy that long to term yeah. and then go, you know... Change my mind. Nah. Because you're going through so much physically at that point. Even if it's an easier pregnancy than some, 
still, you're. I mean, it's it's uncomfortable at the best mm-hmm. just to sleep. Yeah, well, that gives you also an idea of the Republican demagoguery on this issue, the Republican bullshit, because there have been so many laws that have been passed banning late term abortion, mm-hmm. with the exception of the health and safety thing. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then that just is the same as what's already existing based on Roe and Casey anyway. So this is all just, hey, look at us. We're going after those awful, awful women who are just walking into clinics and having abortions on demand in month seven, eight or nine. It's not happening. Well, they think that like progressive women are like just like driving around with Camrys full of sex toys mm-hmm. while they go to their master's classes. Yeah, you know, and then they are like, "What are you going to do later?" Well, I'm going to work out. What are you going to do? I'm going to get an abortion. Oh yeah, that sounds like fun. I'll get one too, and I'm not even pregnant. You know, it's just like, ah, <laughs> uh, 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 just yeah. Yeah, I know. They don't understand. Like, nobody makes that decision lightly. Mm-hmm. Nobody approaches it like it's a fucking party, and it's. Uh, yeah, but you know but what? It's like, the, again, it's the ideal constituency because the unborn ask nothing of you. Right, right. Like, the moment they're born, they want, you know, they need, like, food and education and housing and programs and whatever. But, like, they know, the unborn cannot talk back. Yeah, yeah. God, there's, there's so many misunderstandings. And this is a, a giant area where the Republicans are taking that misunderstanding and, you know, driving a, a tanker truck through it. Not even seizing on the ignorance of their supporters. Oh, you p- passed a late-term abortion ban, huh? That's, that's wonderful. I'm so glad that was finally done. You fucking idiots. It's been done since 1973. No late-term abortions, except in these extremes or this one extreme circumstance. So that's it. There's nothing complicated about it. It just doesn't happen. And uh, other in the other than in the imaginations of the Republicans who need it in order to win elections, right? Um, meantime, just uh, letting y'all know, I got into a <laughs> I got into a bit of a, a tiff with Steve Schmidt on Twitter yesterday, yeah. and I wasn't even trying. Really, to... he seems like he's such a chill guy. <laughs> I know. I wasn't even trying to antagonize him. I was just disagreeing. I just with can't him. imagine him losing his temper ever. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know. Well, yesterday he did this whole thread about how Ruth Bader Ginsburg fucked up by not retiring, which we all are. We're all aware that it would have been better if she had retired when Obama was president. And of you know, but we don't know if he would have been allowed to, uh, you know. F- Put somebody in her place. Oh, that's true. That's true. But maybe early in his second term, perhaps, maybe. when you maybe. know he still had the political capital or something along those lines. Isn't that when he tried to nominate Merrick fucking Garland? I well, mean, that was his last. That was his last year. That was the uh, that was the election year, and that gave Mitch McConnell the opening to r- create that stupid fucking rule. That he doesn't okay, even so follow. Ruth Bader Ginsburg was supposed to like see all the way back. Yeah. From 2015, that she needed to retire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's what I'm like. You, you don't say those kind of things to male politicians. No, nope, you, you don't. You only say it to, you know, Ruth Bader Ginsburg and Dianne Feinstein. Mm-hmm. So fuck you. Right. Well, he said here she also didn't know when to hang up the cleats and retire. And so there's a whole thread about this. And I just took this one particular tweet from his thread and quote tweeted and said, This is a distraction from the real culprit here, the marriage between the GOP and white evangelicals. We could also discuss how you, Steve Schmidt, were the White House strategist in charge of getting Sam Alito confirmed, but that doesn't help. Mm. But that doesn't help either. You see the little ding, little jab. 
but uh, that doesn't help. I'm just saying it doesn't, there's no reason to go over that. Like you're going over and over the Ruth Bader Ginsburg thing in this tweet thread. So I said, dominating elections is the only thing now. And there are lots of benefits to that. And I could sit here for hours and hours naming all the benefits of dominating elections from this point forward and making sure we can reverse this eventually. And, and that was the case I was making to him. We could sit here and, and go back over some people who were maybe kind of sort of tangentially involved with getting us to this place, but primarily... The real enemy, rather than turning around and saying, uh, you Susan Sarandon or you RBG or you whoever, we've got to turn and face the actual enemy in all of this. And that's the Republican Party. They're responsible for these laws. They're responsible for the appointment of these justices. We need to focus on them and defeating them in every fucking election that we can. Because the only way we reverse this horrendous Dobbs decision is to win enough state legislatures and win enough of a majority in both chambers of Congress to pass a constitutional equal rights amendment that includes, as we were discussing before, a right to privacy, right to medical privacy, etc. And here's how behind the eight ball we are in terms of state legislatures. There are only 17 state legislatures that are entirely controlled by Democrats. It doesn't include the governor's mansion. That's a different story. The trifecta is a different story. But in terms of controlling both chambers in state legislatures, <laughs> the Republicans have us outnumbered. I think uh, they control something like 30 entirely state legislatures, both chambers. <coughs> Democrats only control 17, and we have to get to 38 in order to ratify a constitutional and amendment. amendment. Yeah. Uh, of course, it has to go through Congress first, both chambers of Congress with two-thirds majority, so that too. But there's a new paradigm that we could be <laughs> operating under, and the, the opposition to abortion is mostly a political thing. By and large, the American people support abortion rights by yep. supermajority mm. margins. I think the only two groups in this country that are opposed to abortion, the only two demographic groups, are white Christian evangelicals. Duh. They were the ones who were responsible for the Christianization of the Republican Party in the first place. And then also, I think uh, certain groups of Catholics are, um, you know, because this is a major part of their uh, dogma is uh, opposition to abortion, pro-life. Mm. And so, and by the way, you know what? You can be pro-life and pro-choice at the same time. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. A lot of these fucking Republicans are pro-death penalty, so they can't even remotely say they're pro-life. Right, right. They wouldn't even be pro-vaccine yeah. or pro-mask. Exactly. you given up on the right to call yourself pro-fucking-life when you were out there raw-dogging the fucking air in the middle of a pandemic, getting sick, getting your family sick, dying left and right, getting ventilated. No, you are no longer pro-life. You are the pro control party remind me on the shadow docket to ask both of you my <clears throat> brain teaser question about passing a medical privacy constitutional amendment i was just going to talk about i don't want to say any more i want to talk about this entirely on the shadow docket bob and uh and get your view on this because there's a possibility of a compromise but it won't be a compromise that a lot of us will like. But I'm just saying, if that comes up, where would we land on this? Would we give up certain things in order to get more people on board with mm. a right to privacy amendment, an ERA sort of thing? Um, before we wrap up, too, I want to mention here results from the midterms on Tuesday. J.D. Vance won Ohio's Senate Republican primary with 32% support after a late endorsement by Trump. 
Uh, prior to Trump's endorsement, Vance was in third place in the polls with about 10% support. Vance will face off against U.S. Representative Tim Ryan. Man, he's a fire eater, man. That guy he's, does a hell of a speech. A uh, 10-term House member and a 2020 presidential mm. candidate who won his party's nomination with nearly 70% of the vote. Elsewhere, a Republican candidate for the Michigan House of Representatives who told women to enjoy rape yep. lost his race to represent Michigan's uh, 74th district. So some bad news in there and some good news as well. I think... Uh, I think J.D. Vance got lucky that his primary was this week and people were unaware of the Dobbs decision prior to J.D. Vance uh, uh, being on the ballot. So I don't Republicans know. Republicans always going to win the Republican primary, Bob. No, but there was a, 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 a normal Republican who got 22 percent of the vote. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Tim Ryan is going after them. Okay, so stick around. We've got more show to come on the Shadow Docket. Uh, it's like the third act of the show. We've done the first two acts, and the third act comes up on our Patreon page. And in order to hear that third act, you're going to have to go to bobseskashow.com and sign up for $5 a month. That's it, 5 bucks a month. Plus, not only do you get the Shadow Docket show, but you also get access to the Patreon app. It's a great way to uh, stay up to date with all the shows. Because sometimes if you get an alert in your email, it'll, it'll sometimes go to your spam folder. So what you want to do is get the Patreon app and turn on notifications. So as soon as there's a brand new show, and that includes the after party on Fridays, includes the shadow docket shows, includes the ultimate edition of the show, which is the commercial free version of the show on our Patreon page. You get notifications for all of that crap. So as soon as that happens, as soon as you see that notification on your phone, you can go and listen. You don't have to search around for it, hunt for it. So eliminate all of that with the uh, Patreon app. And of course, that's available from the $1 level on up through the uh, Ultimate Edition $15 per month level. Okay? Okay. So Okay. (laughs) Okay. By the way, I just wanted to add this here at the end of the show. There was a uh, white supremacist podcaster named Vincent James who's... Maybe I shouldn't talk about this right at the end of the show. What am I doing? Maybe we'll talk about, you know, we're going to talk about this. Shadow Docket. Yeah, definitely Shadow Docket. See you there, kids. Yeah. Bye. Not much to say about that. Oh, also, uh, I do have to say this. Mother's Day. That's it. No no happy Mother's Day, just. Mother's Day. Thank you. Okay, uh, let's see. Anything else? Anything else? I'm just trying to, I'm going through my list here. Anything else we want to add? I feel like I'm forgetting something. Hey. Pasha yeah. Black, if you're listening, check in. We oh, know yeah. You're okay. Thank you. Yes, thank you for mentioning that. God bless that. everybody in Ukraine. We are praying yes. for you still. We have not forgotten you. Yes. And, uh, my God. <laughs> Be careful, Madison Cawthorn. <laughs> <laughs> Madison Cawthorn. <laughs> Humping his cousin. Yeah, no, no, Jody, the answer is no. Yeah. (laughs) Generally speaking, as far as I know, guys don't normally do that. I, I, my experience, yeah, yeah. Okay, have a great weekend. After party tomorrow with me and Kimberly. And uh, unless I forget, Indie Music Countdown on Monday, but I'm not going to forget. Happy Mother's Day, et cetera, et cetera. Take care, folks. See ya. See you later. Bye. Mother's Day.